This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's the success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports. Ray, were you up late watching that game? Yeah, Doc. I'm still pissed off about that game, but I ain't going to get into it. I told you, me and you going to keep our peace, and we just going <laughs> to talk. For what it was, you know That's what I'm right. saying. That's right. But, no but, but bro, I'm gonna tell you like 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 a uh, like an overview of of like my thoughts on that game. Simply, honestly, Kevin Durant is a problem, man. Mm. Like 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 having having that type of like flexibility to to have a a complimentary player like a. Stephen Curry, and then and oh my gosh, and then Clay Thompson, bro. Listen, like it's 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 like it's like no matter who they play, they're gonna outgun you simply because you don't have that many weapons, right? They, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They have, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, but yeah. so many like, weapons. I think a, I think as soon as as soon as you saw that uh, Clay Thompson was gonna be on too. It's just how how do you keep up with that many people who can score? You can't. You can't, Doc. And, and and you know what though? Everybody gets into these type of games with the Warriors. When you lose to the Warriors is when you play the Warriors game. What is that exactly? If they're hitting threes and they're shooting jumpers, then you come down and you think you can hit threes and you shoot jumpers. That's not what you do. When they started that game with Kevin Love in the paint, when they started isolating the Warriors on defense, the Warriors are going to give you 150 points in the paint if you want it. But if you try to match them score for score behind the three-point line and shooting jumpers, bro, you got you got to do what they don't like doing. Right? They like playing team defense. They're a hell of a team defense. But when you talk about putting them, isolating them one-on-one, putting them in that paint, that's why I think Cleveland, if Cleveland's going to get back in this series, they got to put them in the paint, man. You're, there's a high percentage of points guaranteed if LeBron or Kyrie goes to the paint that that's going to be a bucket. Right? But, and, 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 but because, bro, if you're trying to match Kevin Durant from the three-point line or, or, or Stephen Curry, we're talking about two of the greatest scorers of all time. Alter. I know. I know. Listen, you just yeah. talked about this on the podcast last week about preparing 
ahead of time, seeing it so clearly that you've done it a thousand times. So I have to tell you, as an anger management specialist, I got a little loud at the TV last night when they got away from Kevin Love. Why, if he was going, they, they just stopped going to him in the second quarter. I didn't even understand it. The first quarter, they come to him, they were doing really well, and then they just dropped that game plan. Doc, Doc, and, and it's because the Warriors pace, they make you change the way you think. They change it, Doc. That pace is such a fast pace. Right then, and you get down and look, and, and Kyrie Irving can shoot. You know, like these guys can shoot. Cobra can shoot. They can shoot, but they can't shoot at the pace the Warriors shooting at. Yeah. And that's where I think Cleveland has to slow this game down, Doc, and play this game from the paint. You got the most dominant player in the paint in the NBA in LeBron James. Well, and guess what? That's where Kevin Durant need to be defending him from. Yeah. If, if, if I'm changing anything, right? And, and, and so, man, I, I, I think, I mean, but honestly, Doc, this is probably one of the best series I've seen in a long, 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 long time. Well, it's yeah. exciting. It is. It is. It's very, it's, every moment of it is exciting. Um, I'll tell you what, I can lead into what we were going to talk about in terms of conflict resolution with an example that we saw last night. There was a moment where, um, LeBron was frustrated with the, and almost everybody on Cleveland's team was walking and they kind of gave up a real easy basket to Clay Thompson. And the, the point of that is not, we don't need to go into that part except that it's just conflict resolution. There, everyone out there, every one of our listeners deals with conflict all the time, whether it's at work, at home, you, 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 there's conflict everywhere. And the real question is, how do we deal with conflict? Because there are very ineffective ways to deal with conflict. I see it every day in the prison system. Um, but there are also very effective ways to deal with conflict. So I really think that's a topic that our listeners could benefit from greatly. You know, you know, I, I mean, let me tell you why. I think, I think a lot of times with conflict, people respond too emotionally with conflict. You know, like, like because because you, because we know this, right? When conflict comes, the first thing you want to do is react. Yes. Right. You don't think, right? Because if if you think about it, then you're going to give yourself options on how to deal with conflict. If you don't think about it, you're just going to react and whatever happens, whatever comes out, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's right. like it, 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 it happens way too fast. And I think, you know, and, and honestly, um, for me, I think, you know, people should have a game plan. Like, like when conflict hits, like what's your game plan? Right. Like, where do you go? Like there has to be this place you go. So I tell you, like, like, like one of my biggest things that I started doing with conflict, with coaches, with, with, with arguments, whatever it may be, the first time that I realized that I'm about to go somewhere that I don't want to go, I smile. Okay. Because, because it, 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 it makes me think differently. Even though that what, what I'm in as far as the conflict side of it, I'm like, oh, I want to do it. And then I'm like, mm, no, never mind. I'm just going to smile and I'm going to come back and I'm going to put my game plan together. And yes. then I'm going to come back at this a different way. Yeah. So, you know? so here's what I do with the, I do something similar. So I played baseball in college and I was a, I was a center fielder. And if there was a line drive that was hit right at you as an outfielder, the first thing you're taught to do is drop your energy. You drop your weight. You kind of freeze on it because it's coming right at you. So you have to get a read on the ball. 
And to me, that's a great analogy for what I do in life. If something happens, if a conflict comes up, the moment it arises, instead of being reactive, I kind of drop my energy and get and just take a moment to step back and see the bigger picture. And I find mm-hmm. that by practicing that and doing it so often, it's become just second nature now. And that's and, and see, that's, that's what key. that smile does. It's exactly yep. what it is. It's exactly what it is. It gives me a minute to step back and assess the situation and say, okay, let me let me just think about this. Right. Right. Because then, because look, if, if you know, it's one thing about a frown, right? If if you're frowning, then the next things out your mouth nine times out of ten aren't going to be good. Right. Right. If you're really pissed off, it's just not going to be good. Right. But if 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 you if you change, you know what we know as people on how to react to things. If you change that reaction within yourself first, then I guarantee you you would handle you you will handle conflict in a totally different manner. But you have to change first. You can't deal with the conflict. See, that's the problem. Like sometimes we jump on the conflict so fast before we deal with ourselves. You have to deal with yourself first. That's one thing I tell people about emotions, right? Emotions like a roller coaster. You up, you're down, you're mad, you're sad, you're glad, you're disappointed. You know what I'm saying? So all of these things, you can go through all of these emotions, but before you get to that, make sure you are you're sound enough that when you go at this conflict, that you're at a sound place in your mind before you attack these conflicts. I think. Did I ever tell you the study about what you do when you have uh, uh, the the pen or a pencil in your mouth or in your teeth versus your lips? I'm gonna I'm gonna show you why your smile works. Listen to this. Yeah, please. Please, right. go ahead. They did a study that showed when people read cartoons and they kept a pencil in their teeth that they found the cartoons to be funnier than the group of people who had read the cartoons but held the pencil in their lips. So now, aside from the fact that every one of our listeners out there right now that has a pen or a pencil is just about to try this. <laughs> this is really true. And what's neat is when you hold the pencil in your teeth, your face mimics a smile. So you kind of prepare yourself to laugh, to, to be able to experience it differently. But when you hold the pencil in just your lips, your face mimics a frown which has you prepared to be upset already. This is why your facial expressions can lead and dictate your emotions. That's why I really like that you lead with a smile because by leading with a smile, you already change your chemical, your what's happening in your brain to be prepared to handle it from a place of, you know, not 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 a such a, an emotional place. Look, look, if if you think about this, right? Like when you're talking to someone, and you guys are in a heated conversation, whatever it may be, right? And it ain't it's not necessarily what they say, it's your facial expression on your face that makes them react the way they do to you. Yep. Right? Yep. <laughs> and so and so when you think about that, I never forget, you know, like I think I told you this before, when I was playing in my earlier careers, you know, people would just say some of the most ignorant racist things ever doc just i mean some of the most just ignorant things you will ever hear somebody say and before i responded i started to realize and that's why i changed and i said my smile will represent my past and my heart will represent my future that way you would never know what i'm thinking Mm. right so when i smile at these ugly things that people say you will never know if you really got to me. 
Yeah. You would never know it. You know what I'm saying? And 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 what pisses people off the most is when you can smile at them. This let's never forget this this guy and this lady said something just freaking so racist and so cruel. And I said, Oh my gosh, have an awesome day though. Like, <laughs> life, is, like life is still awesome. Like it does not matter the way you feel because my skin color is a certain way. Right. I, I will remain who I am. <laughs> if you keep your distance and don't put your hands on me, we ain't got no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's such a I, that's such a key because look, we all live we all live in such different worlds and worlds of expectations. So we expect oftentimes, and this is any rational person would expect, and it's normal for us to do this, that people would be kind or that people might want to be nice. Like that's a normal, rational expectation. The problem with that is it's it's not actually real because a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff. They've got a lot of hatred. They've got a lot of things going on in their lives, a lot of projections. And so the truth is, the reality is, because so many people are out there struggling, if we align our expectations that everybody should be nice or everybody should be this or that, then we're not prepared for the reality of how people really are. So to be yeah. prepared, yes, we yeah. got to prepare. We have to prepare mentally. Yeah, because I don't even, I don't even, Doc, I don't even look, man, look, when people do something crazy, I, I was like, what, what, what did you expect? <laughs> like, like, like seriously, like I ask people that all the time. Like, your and your expectation was what exactly? <laughs> like, you like <laughs> because because you got to think about it. Not like you know. Sometimes I think we put you know try to put everybody in in one category or in one box. You know, there's no one box. Right. You know, there there's good, there's bad, there's ugly, there's evil, there's there's you know what I'm saying that there's all these different things, and everybody chooses what they're going to deal with at that moment, no matter what it is. And and that's what I'm telling you. One of my greatest abilities, I think, of, of really being able to interact and get along with so many different teammates of 17 years plus, Doc, was my ability to never judge. Yeah. To, to, to 100%. To 100% take it at face value I'm, I'm not hurt. I'm not disappointed. I'm nothing. I'm okay. I get it and move on very quickly. It's yeah. what it's one of them. I, it's one thing that I absolutely love about you. I feel I, so. I've dedicated my career to working with this theory that I created, this yield theory, and it really is about assessing people, not judging them. I can assess whether or not I should stay near that guy or that guy needs to stay away from me, but I don't mm-hmm. need to judge it. And, and, mm-hmm. and there's a huge, huge difference in that. We would be blind if we didn't take time to assess who's healthy for us to be around, who's not healthy. But we don't need to judge it. I just need to make an assessment. Look, if this is where you are and this is the type of life you're leading and this is what you expect from me, that's not realistic. So it's not going to happen. But I don't need to judge it. You just are where you are. And in fact, I think when we're aware, I think really has become, look, beware comes from be aware. And when we're talking about conflict resolution, beware, be aware. And when we come back after the break, I want to tell you what goes on in people's minds who really are always looking for conflict because there are those people out there. So stay tuned and we'll be right back after this. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. 
Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. All right, we're back, and we're talking about conflict resolution. And I said before the break, I'll tell you what's going on in people's brains. Here's what happens. Look, on a scale of 1 to 10, if 1 is a normal functioning brain and 10 is a brain in crisis, uh, let's say a normal functioning brain is at a 1. Let's say a fire breaks out in a room and we, we're panicked. Our brain gets fired up. We get up to an 8 or a 9, maybe even a 10 if it's bad. And then we get out of the room and we get safe. Once we're safe, our brain comes back down to that 1. But there are mm-hmm. some people, Ray, whose brain literally vibes at a 4 or 5. So they always feel like they're in crisis. And when they feel mm-hmm. like they're in crisis, they start to create a crisis. They start to make mm-hmm. up stories, and this mm-hmm. is this is these are these are high conflict people because they always need to have a conflict to have make sense of why they feel the way they do. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, 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 look. And so that's why I love like a lot of times like when you come from those type of angles because the fact is, Doc, there are all types of people in this world, mm-hmm. right? It's it's just the way it is. Like, and and so when you have look. Look, I'm telling you this, right? And I, and I say this to people all the time, and, and I'm screaming this to anybody who's listening. Your greatest ability, your greatest ability in this in this life, is this simple is this simple fact. Trust me. If you master yourself, you will never attempt to judge anyone else. Mm, mm. It's so it's true. Not, it's impossible. It's because, listen, it's impossible because if you realize how much time it takes that you have to spend on yourself, Doc, you ain't got time to be worried about everybody else, man. I'm right. trying to tell you, Doc. And, 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 but let me tell you what it does even more. When you learn yourself more, you start to realize not that you're judging them, but you start to realize the people that you don't want to be around. No matter, no, no, no matter how much money they got. Somebody, a lot of people with money, Doc, I just don't want, I'm not judging you, but I just don't need to be around you. It's the assessment. I'm telling you, it's the assessment. You're right. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. It's not about judgment. It's not about judgment to be realistic and say, look, this is not healthy for me whatsoever. It's not about judgment to say, if I can recognize that someone is on vibing at a four or five and they're creating a crisis in their mind, I'm making that assessment. So now I'm not going to get sucked into it. You said it earlier. When people are on emotions, they're going up and down and on this roller coaster and that roller coaster. There is no reason that I need to go on that roller coaster with you. I can appreciate that you're on it. I can sit on the sides and watch you on that. And, and, and I feel for you that you're on that. But that doesn't mean I need to jump on the roller coaster with you. Doc, you know what? You know, so so if you saw I posted this, uh, I posted this video, you know, on Instagram uh, yesterday, two days ago or so. And it was just about today, really. It was about today. It was wasn't about tomorrow. Oh, I love that. Was, I love that video. 
right? But, but, but I want you to think about this. I want you to think about how much of us we give away to everything else instead of stopping in the moment. And regardless on what's going on around you, can you keep yourself grounded enough to where you stay focused to your mission? Because that's what that's why so many of us get in trouble in life, Doc, because we're trying to fix problems that ain't our problems to fix. Right. I told I told my mom, I told my mom this last night, right? And I'm and I and I finally kept it real with my mom. My mom's a diabetic, she's dealing with a lot of issues health-wise. Our family is dealing with a lot of issues, a lot of people have passed from cancers. And I'm like, Mom, all I'm asking you is if you know that there's a real problem physically, well then change it. But mm. I can't make you change it, Mom. You cannot make somebody change I the situation. Yeah, you can't. I can't change it for you. Like, like I'm telling, I'm begging her, Doc. I'm like, Mom, you're the only one that can change this. I can't. I can't do this for you. I said, Mom, let me tell you something. I paid attention to. I said when I was growing up, I paid attention to that nobody was taking care of the physical. That we're so spiritual. And we're in Bible studies on Wednesday nights. And we're in choir rehearsals on Saturdays. And I'm teaching Sunday school. And I'm doing all of these things. But, Mom, we're leaving there. And we're feeding the pastors the fattiest of, the fattiest of foods. And we're feeding fried foods and on top of fried foods and, and sugar everywhere and salt and salt of this. And I said, what happens when you take a stand for yourself and you look from the outside and say, I don't want to be that? Mm. That's the decision I made, Doc, years ago, and that's, that's what I'm trying to tell people. We have to reinvest in ourselves. The, but look, mind, body, spirit, with, with three-part being, but, we, but what, what we fail to realize, Doc, is you must balance each and every one of them out. And if you don't, you will have conflict in many areas of your life that you do not take care of. I don't care who you are. You cannot defeat it. So you must you, once again, it goes back to everything me and you've been talking about. You must go back to what mastering, to what mastering your craft really is, mastering who you are really is. And until people decide in life that Twitter won't control me, Facebook won't control me, people's emotions won't control me, somebody's lifestyle they live in won't control me. What controls me is I am in control of my destiny. So here's how here's how the way we're in control of our destiny. I know that this is not a popular answer because I was I was training people in this a couple of weeks ago and somebody really had an issue with this and I said, look, anytime I walked away when I was a professor, anytime I walked away from a class, if the class didn't go well, I didn't say it's on the students' fault. Or, oh, look at these guys; they're not paying attention. They're not. If I ever thought a class didn't go well, I took complete responsibility for what I could control, how I delivered the information, and. I don't put the onus of my communication on other people. I put it on myself because that's the only person I can control. Now, once I control my end, I can assess what you do with that, but I'm not going to put the onus of my life in someone else's hands because I refuse to be other people's puppets. And you talk about it all the time when people look for uh, uh, needing approval on, on, on Twitter and social media and things like that. If we really want to master our lives, we have to fully look at ourselves and ask, what are we bringing to the table? And that's the only way we can really, truly handle conflict is to look at ourselves first and foremost. Doc, it's the only way. You know, when we talk about conflict and we talk about the things we got to deal with in our world, man. And you know what? It's some ugly things in this world and there's some ugly people in this world. Right. And yeah. so the only thing that will ever 
keep your peace the only thing that will make you recognize that joy exists in every morning is you being balanced enough with yourself yeah and you having a real game plan look think about this everybody prepares weekly to go to work right everybody prepares my week out to go to work now let me ask you a real question doc how many people you think actually prepares during the course of that week to to create something that 100% makes them happy. And I, I listen to me. I didn't say money. I didn't say money. I didn't say a raise. I'm talking about planning something that you can look forward to that's 100% about making you happy. Yep. Not solving everybody else's problems. Not solving. That's what I told my mama. I'm, I'm, mama, you can't solve everybody's problems. You sick yourself, but you running everywhere else trying to fix everybody else's problems. Yeah, no, no. Let's not play God. Let's get back to the point. Let's get back to making you. I said, Mom, you fast a lot, right? You know, you fast where you give up all these different things. You yeah. don't eat for a while and all these different things. I said, Mom, imagine this. You fasted for foods and you fasted. You say you go on phone fast. You do all these things. When was the last time you actually fast for your peace? Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you blocked out the world and said, let me take a break on repairing me for a little while? Right. Because yesterday, that's what right. we got to get. It Go is. Yesterday, yesterday, I said this on Twitter yesterday morning because I wake up every day, I meditate, I say something on, on Twitter to a conscious statement to the world. Yesterday, I said this statement. Be mindful to take time every day to reflect on your true goal, peace. Like, that's our true goal, right? Everybody I've ever encountered, what's your ultimate ultimate goal? Besides everything else we do in life, we all want to find peace. But how many of us really take time to practice peace? So how do we want yeah. something we can't get? I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Doc, we, we don't practice it enough. We are, we are, we are, we are, we are in a world. I'm talking to my baby sister last night and, you know, she's going through a rough time, you know, with, with, with her kids and everything. And, and, and I'm saying, sis, the only thing that will last and listen to this, because you, when you, when you think about the people who find a way of continuing success, doc, they are disciplined in many areas of their lives. Yes. You understand? Yes. Kids learn exactly what they live. Yes, they do. See, one of the biggest makes, mistakes, I told my baby sisters, I said, one of the biggest mistakes we make is to, to occupy kids' times now, Doc. We put iPads in their hands. We put phones in their hands. We put things that does not increase a feeling towards life right <laughs> it has because i can start it over if i lose my game i can start it over i can start i can turn it off i can turn it back on but when you started teaching them things of integrity when you start teaching them why the trash why the beds were made up why all these things all the simple things that a before child leaves your house they supposed to understand then you will take full control over your house again one thing I'm back doc I'm still back to the issue the issue is what you discipline 
will stay consistent enough so you don't find conflict in it because it's out of control. No, it's you're, you I'm, you you are hundred percent right. I we we saw this. Look, we went the other day. We took uh, we went to uh, see uh, a movie the other day. And I saw, you know, some parents just struggling. I mean, kids yelling and all this kind of stuff. And just I could see the mother was real frustrated. The kids were out of control. And I kind of just took a moment just to just to take that in because a lot of people through the years, I mean, countless thousands of clients have come to me talking about this. And well, what do we do every day? What we do as a family and my family is we take time to meditate together. We have a meditation room. That's a primary room in our house where that's where we're going to spend time. We're going to meditate. We're going to read. We're going to talk about peaceful things. We're going to practice peace because you just don't wake up experiencing peace. It takes practice. This doesn't mean that we live on some cloud of Zen and that we never experience emotions, that we don't have tr- troublesome things happen to us because we do. We experience all of that. But it does give us a foundation to experience the conflict that we experience because we practice the pre- the peace that we want to have. And this is a message I would love to reach in all of our listeners' hearts, especially parents out there. If you have children, take time to teach them peace. Show them. Live the peace. Take the time to, to, to put meditation, prayer, the things that are spiritual, it really truly living it out yourself. Because when they see how you respond in that way, that's what they're really learning. Yeah. Kids learn exactly what they live. I learn more through observation. We heard Ziggy Marlin say the same thing about what he watched with Bob Marlin. He said it wasn't nothing Papa Bob told him. He said it was this observation. And I'm telling you, when we talk about conflict, I'm telling you, your kids, your friends, your enemies, everybody pay attention to how you deal with conflict. And the only challenge that I will give somebody about today, understand this. If you master you, Doc said it best just now, but you must have a game plan. Mm-hmm. You must you must have a, a way of meditating. You must have a way of praying. You must have a way of reading. You must have a way of quiet time. If you don't practice these things, it ain't just happening, Doc. There's nothing in this world that just dropped out the sky and happened. It just don't happen like that. And that's what we have to get back to. Look, I know I know it always goes fast. Time always goes fast. But I want to put a like a real bow on this because what Doc just said was so crucial about what him listen to this, what him and his family do together. I can guarantee you when you're meditating, I can guarantee you Kaya's not on her cell phone. <laughs> that's a fact. You see, that's a fact. Right? That's a fact. So, 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 which means order was called, order was called, a time was designated, and a purpose was set. Order, time, and purpose. Mm. Now you put you put those three things down, and you figure out what order you're gonna put your life in, what time you're gonna dedicate to it, and what's the purpose that you're trying to get out of it. Because that's what you created with your family. Oh, I love I love that I love that bow. We're ta- that's the bow going into the break and before our final break because that's fantastic. That that's really what it's all about. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this. 
All right, we're back. We've talked conflict. We're talking about preparation. Ray, you have talked about this. You've taught this for your entire career. You've defined it, which is preparation, preparation, preparation. This is you've put yourself in a position of success by preparing and being ready. So I was running a group in the prison the other day, and the guy said, but, well, when you handle it, you're already calm as you're handling it. And I said, I just didn't wake up this way. This takes preparation. I have to prepare to understand that when conflict arises, I expect it to arise. Look, as you walk through a prison, you know this, when we were going through uh, Graterford, when you go through a prison, you're waiting for people to open the doors. The people in the control room, they're the ones that are going to open the door. Now, until they open the door, you're standing there, and there's really nothing you're going to do about that. And there's, you have no control. So the question is, are you going to give away your power in that moment and be frustrated? Oh, they're not opening the doors fast enough. This isn't happening. Or are you going to step back and rely on the things that you've prepared for? I expect conflict to occur in life. I'm okay if conflict occurs in life. I know that we only grow from conflict. So what am I going to do? I'm going to spend day in, day out preparing for it. And as you said, Ray, it's about mastering yourself. It's about preparing yourself. So really it's, it comes back to the habits. You're not going to, you're not going to expect to just get done listening to this podcast episode, walk out and handle every conflict person perfectly. Which what we do hope is that you get inspired to do the exactly what you just said before the break, Ray, which is have some control over how you're going to spend your time and have a purpose about how you're going to do it. Because then you start practicing it. And when you start practicing, you know, I always tell you this, man, if you ain't writing this down, then the, <laughs> the brain don't even work like that. The brain don't even work like that. Doc. I'm telling you, man, the greatest challenge, conflict. Listen to me, Doc. Conflict is the reason why I stand firm in my faith. Mm. Oh, Doc, Doc, let me tell you something now. You're talking about balancing out life. You're talking about really balancing out life. You have enough conflict thrown at you when you were younger, and you will realize it ain't the conflict that I really should be focusing on. It's the sharpening of me that I really should be focusing on, mm. all right? Because no conflict lasts always, but if I build up the right things in me and sharpen me, man, let me tell you something. I brush conflict off, actually I invite conflict. Cause I tell you, if just if you stay around long enough, I'm willing to stay around just a little bit longer. <laughs> I love that, I love that statement. No conflict lasts always, because no. I say every single time, our emo- every single emotional experience you'll ever have in your life has a beginning, a middle, and an end. It will eventually end. So conflict, it will come on, but just last longer. That's all you have to do is last longer than it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going I'm to I'm say this, Doc. I'm, I'm a, I want to end before we end because I want people to understand this. The greatest things that I've ever accomplished in life hurt in ways that I would never wish on nobody. But I'm going to tell you something that happened, Doc. I used to feel pain so sharp when I tore both shoulders, when I ripped my tricep from the bone, when I tore my hamstring from the bone. And I looked at all of those things and the greatest pain I've ever felt. And in the midst of that pain, I calmed myself to still come back to say, 
I'm still in control. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, right? Mm. I, I may lose control in my arm. I may lose control in my hamstring. I may lose control in my shoulder. I may pop a thumb. But when I look down and say, I'm still in control. Mm. Because if you got control, Doc, you understand how to handle joy the same way you handle conflict. Mm. It's the same. It's, it's the true. same. You got to, you got to embrace it all. You got, and that's what the challenge I think for us as people is today: embrace conflict only to learn what you need to sharpen when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, because that's when you're gonna really find out who you really are when conflict is introduced to your life again but listen That's this this, this comes right back to the advice you gave earlier with your mom it's not a matter of whether or not people out there need to solve conflict it's a matter of whether or not they need to learn from it that's the challenge yes, that's the difference it's not about so i don't need to solve it i need to go through it i need to go through yeah. this conflict it's going to be uncomfortable it's not going to always yep. feel right but if i go through it the question is what will I learn from it? I, I think, Ray, that's, yep. that's the question. That's that's how we grow every single day. That's it. That's it, Doc. That's it, man. That's that's what, you know, You know, Mondays is always these days. And every time we, we, we come and we sit down, you know, and I was just I was just challenging my sons, you know, who's just starting school and, and, and just challenging a lot of different people. Like, do, do you really realize that that you hold the keys to your future? Like, like the way you deal with things is, is your habits. It's everything we're talking about, Doc. It's your habits. Doc, I got up, <clears throat> I got up and I was in just like a, I was in like a, like a meditative mode this morning, just like in a, in a really just that, like thankful mode. My oldest son turned 22 yesterday and everybody was over to the house. We're all watching the game. And I'm sitting there saying, I said, and I said to myself, I said, Lord, I wonder, we was watching the sunset go down yesterday. I said, Lord, I wonder when you come back, will, will you hold me and just tell me you're proud of me? Like, like just, just simply because the conflict that I had in my life, I never let it stop me from recognizing how beautiful that sunset sets right now. Mm. Like I, I like nothing disturbed me that much. Nothing nobody has ever said. Doc, you heard me say it the other day. I don't post on Twitter and stuff to be liked. I post it to inspire somebody to pick yourself up and say, you know what? I must push forward. I must go on. Mm -hmm. I have no other option. I can't go backwards. Backwards is not in my vocabulary. I don't even like walking backwards because I can't see where I'm going. <laughs> you got to you got to do this to yourself. We go back to these affirmations all the time, but I'm asking somebody right now to claim that you're going forward. To claim that, yeah, I may deal with conflict, but conflict won't dictate who I am or where I go next. Pick up, dust it off, and let's get going. Because, listen, Monday comes, but Tuesday comes right after Monday, and Wednesday comes right after Tuesday, and Thursday comes right after Wednesday. So it don't stop, Doc. It don't stop. So what I'm challenging you right now, grab your peace. Grab your foundation. Put it in order and make sure if you don't do nothing else. In the course of seven days, block out a time that you designate 
100% for you to make you happy. I love it. And here's the order. I got it. You just talked about order, and this is the order I kind of want to wind it down with is this. If you're dealing with a conflict right now, the first thing you're probably thinking is, I need to get my point across. I need to be heard. They're not listening, blah, 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 blah. Here's the order. Listen first. Seek first to listen. Listen. Ex- don't don't speak first. Listen first. Really, truly try to understand. That's step one. Step two, explore options with the person. Okay, where are we? Where do we go from here? What are our options? And then ultimately, you have to make the best choice that you can possibly make with the information that you have. Those are the three steps you do. You listen, you explore some options, and then you make the best decision you can with what you have. And then at the end of the day, you're going to learn from that. To me, that's a method for going through conflict. That's it, dog. That's it. That's what we're leaving with. And challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to carry it through. Like, Don't look for nobody else to carry it through. Write it down. Carry it through, man. Push through. Because, look, the world, we're in a different time now. We are. We are, And it's okay to admit it. We're in a different time. There's a lot going on. And so the only thing that will find that will give you your ultimate peace is exactly what we're saying. We're not. Look, we're not experts in none of this. We deal with the same conflict that everybody's dealing with every day. So what we're telling you is we're giving you just examples of how we balance these things out. That's why I work. That's one of the reasons why I work out so much. I went, man, when I'm going through something frustrating as heck, man, I get on a bike, I go in the weight room, I get I, I I take myself to levels of pain that makes me forget about what I'm going through, at least for a minute. Mm-hmm. It's I, honestly why the, it's but it's the reason why I meditate as much as I do, because yeah. I know the situations that I'm in and I know what I yeah. need to do. I need to yeah. be in control. There's different ways. Yeah. Like you said, we're body, mind, and spirit. We need to be mindful to take care of all three. We need to work on all three and yeah. have a balance. But yeah. it's you're right. We need to have some. We need to have that plan. So yeah, we, I, listen. I think we, this is something that can be helpful for a lot of people. I know a lot of people are dealing with conflict out there. A lot of people are struggling with it. Don't try yeah. to solve it. Learn from it. Right. And Doc, I'm. A, I'm. A, I know we ending. So let's end with this. I know we we uh we we winding down right now, but we, we got a conflict right now, people, because Doc got to piss. So we got to end this podcast <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> anytime dog dog's foreheads are turning red I don't I got it I got the sign <laughs> uh, we want to bring you so, deep stuff so, but we want to drink bring you laughter and we got to bring you reality so let's wind it up thank you for downloading <laughs> Hey, we'll be back sometimes, later in the week. Sometimes you're dealing with, sometimes you're dealing with conflict, man. Just laugh. Man. That's very. Just that's laugh. exactly Thank what you need serious. to do. That's exactly what you need to do. Go ahead, man. Get us out of here, man. Take got, us out of here. I got to roll. Have a beautiful week, everybody. We'll be back on Friday. Thank you for tackling the... <laughs> Thank you for downloading the Tackling Life Podcast. For more Tackling Life content, go to TacklingLifePodcast.com. You'll find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites where you can subscribe and get two all-new episodes automatically downloaded every week. When you visit the Tackling Life website, you'll find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages where you can give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. You can also call us at 646-762-4432. We might play your message on the show. That's 646-762-4432. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. You're going to deal with conflict in life Don't try to solve it. Get through it. Learn from it. 
Until next time, for the legend, Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Conti. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.